this is Demetrius Murchison from Flowing Wisdom. Uh, this is our Encouragement Men Talk podcast, and on today we will discuss uh, part three of how to overcome struggles of manhood. Uh, but let's scale back. Um, today is a great day. Um, you know, it's May 26, and you know we just had a great weekend, uh, a weekend of great fellowship, and we just hope that you all had a great time as well. I know I'm full and I need to lose some weight, definitely, and we are going to work this off. So I hope you are working it off with me uh, and that we can encourage each other to work this food off. All right. Again, this is part three of how to overcome struggles of manhood. However, in this episode, we will discuss being the leader in the home, part one, how to be a great leader in our homes. And this is part one. But just to recap, on the previous episodes, we discussed finding and fulfilling your purpose in life and also finding your identity. And in episode two, we discussed that our identity is in Jesus and that it is also tied to our purpose. So it's important that we know who we are so that we know our purpose and so that we can fulfill our purpose. All right. So I highly encourage you all to go back to listen to uh, the previous episodes. Now, let's go over being the leader in the home part one. Um, It's without saying that men are struggling to lead their families in the ways of God. But first, let's talk about what is a leader. A leader isn't someone who bosses someone else around. That's not a true leader. A leader isn't someone who dictates every move of someone else or controls their every move. A leader isn't someone who tries to hold people back because of their own selfish ambitions. That's not a true leader. A true leader is someone who seeks to better other people. A true leader desires to see other people succeed or excel even if it means excelling past where they are in life. A true leader will give direction, but will also allow that person to go through learning opportunities so they can advance in life. A true leader doesn't mind sacrificing for someone else to gain. This is true leadership, true sacrificial leadership. So God God is calling for this type of leadership in every home. Now, men, this is the type of leader that we are to be. We know, well, I know that there may be special cases uh, where there is no man in the home and that there's there's only a woman there. You know, she may be um, a single mother or what have you. And this episode also applies to you. But I think that it's important to understand that that's not the will of God. The will of God is for there to be a man in the home. A man meaning a husband or a father, that individual should be in the home. That is the will of God, and it's God's will for that man to be the leader of the family. Now, I know you you may be asking, why did God pick man to be the leader in the household? So let's uh, look at Genesis chapter 2, and we're going to go over a couple verses. Um, In verse 7, we see that Adam was made first, okay? 
Um, in the same chapter, Adam was given all of the instructions by God. God instructed him to dress and keep the garden, cultivate the garden. Don't eat of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil and name all the animals, right? So since Adam had the instructions from God, this means that he was responsible in making sure these instructions were properly followed. And that also means that if anyone came after Adam, it was his responsibility in relaying those instructions by God to that individual. So in the midst of Adam working, God saw that it was not good that Adam be alone, right? So we know the story of Adam and Eve. Um, and therefore, God made Eve from Adam's, from Adam's rib in order to help Adam in his work. And you can see that in verse 18. So we all know Eve ate from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. And she persuaded Adam to eat from it as well. But here, here's a question. Why didn't sin come into the earth when Eve ate from that tree? Why didn't it happen? Because after she ate it, everything was still normal. Why did it only happen when Adam ate from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil? And you know why? Because Adam was the leader. It was his responsibility. God told Adam not to eat of the tree. Adam had the responsibility of not eating from the tree, but he also should have made sure Eve didn't eat from it as well. That was Adam's responsibility for relaying that message, that those instructions that God had given him to not eat from that tree. Now we can assume that Adam told Eve, I mean, he should have if he didn't, um, but if he did, then of course, it would have been better that Eve would have listened. Um, for after she ate of the tree, we know that she also persuaded Adam to eat from it as well. Now we know how persuasive women can get, especially wives, right? Um, I, you can imagine she came up very persuasive. You know, long eyelashes and the little cute smile and all that walking up to him. And she was naked, so that didn't help Adam at all. So he was he was going to lose no matter what, right? But he was ultimately responsible for them not to eat from that tree. He was responsible for the well-being of the human race, and he failed. He failed. However, the second Adam came, Jesus Christ, and he restored the human race to its dominion authority on this earth, but only through the accepting of his lordship, right? But Jesus was a different type of leader. He didn't drop the ball. Adam dropped the ball. God gave him instructions. He disobeyed his instructions. He dropped the ball. And therefore, sin was introduced in this earth, and we were all born into sin and shaped into iniquity. But the second Adam came and restored the human race back, but through his lordship. 
And we know that Jesus was the perfect leader. He was a sacrificial leader. He sacrificed his life for his bride, the church. He also cultivates his bride so that his bride will look better than ever before. Ephesians 5 and 25 says, Husbands, love your wives, even as Christ also loved the church and gave himself for it, that he might sanctify and cleanse it with the washing of water by the word. That in verse 27 says that he might present it to himself, a glorious church, not having spot or wrinkle or any such thing, but that it should be holy and without blemish. Now that is true leadership. Men, that is true leadership. Leaders cultivate. We cause growth in others. We cause growth in our families, in our wives, in our children. Leaders cause others to look better than ever before. We sacrifice so that others can gain. This is what we are to do as men for our families. We should be praying and reading and confessing God's word with and over our families. It's our responsibilities as leaders. It's also our responsibility to lead the family in the right direction. We should have a clear vision for our family and we should be working in or towards that vision. But we'll, we'll discuss that in another episode. But I just want to encourage you all that this is true leadership. We sacrifice. You know, we, we, we have to step back so that others can, can go forward and succeed in life. We should be praying. We should be reading the word. We should be meditating in the word. We should be um, speaking God's word over our families, over our wives. This is what we are to be. And Jesus is a perfect example. He is a perfect example. In verse 25, it says, He, Christ, also loved the church and he gave himself for it. And this is what we we should be doing. So this is a short, this is a short episode. Um, again, this is a series. This is only part one for being the leader in the home. And um, in our next episode, we will, um, you know, discuss having a clear vision for our families. Because we got to know where we're going. If we don't know where we're going, how will we know when we get there? And being the leader in the home we should know what direction the family is going. And our wives, our, our, our children, our families, they're depending upon us. They're depending upon the decision-making of, of us. We have to make the right decisions. We always have to be in constant communication and in great fellowship with God. And we always have to hear from Him so that we make the right decisions. And not only hear from him, we have to obey his instructions. And when we obey his instructions, we know that we will ultimately be blessed. So always keep that in mind. Stay focused on God. Continue to pray. Continue to get in his word. And hear from him and obey his voice. And I promise you, you will be blessed and your family. So that's the end of this 
episode and i hope you all were blessed in this episode uh please don't forget to add any comments or send an email with your questions or feedback and you can email us at flowing wisdom llc at gmail.com again it's flowing wisdom llc at gmail.com and don't forget to like this page or video or, or podcast and share with as many people as possible our ultimate goal is to allow God to speak through us in providing fresh, pure, life-giving, godly knowledge and to assist people in applying that knowledge so they can succeed in life. So I pray these words were life-giving and that you were encouraged. Uh, Number 6, 24-26 says, The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and give you peace. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious unto you. Lord, lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. I pray that you are blessed by these words. And we'll see you again soon. All right, take care.